episode of the Song Hacks podcast. My name's Al Southgate and I will be your host for the next hour or so. I've been a songwriter for most of my life, in fact. Ever since I was a very small boy, I've always been making up songs. Um, I've always had a fascination with songwriting and I've been songwriting and performing those songs in anger, as it were, for quite a few years now. And I've come up with song hacks as a vehicle for extending and deepening that interest in various novel ways. As well as a writer and a performer, I'm also a teacher. And I particularly enjoy sharing my knowledge of how to write songs. Basically, what I want to do is collaborate as much as possible with other musicians, other songwriters, to do what I love doing the most, which is to write songs, but also to share that process, to offer a behind-the-scenes look, to see just what goes into the business of collaborating to create a song, to find out what makes songwriters tick, to explore their motivations, uh, to look at the cultural significance of the song and the wider context within which music is created. As well as that, I want to offer pragmatic and straightforward advice and tips and insights into the mechanics of songwriting, looking at harmony theory, rhythm, lyric writing, arranging, recording, various song hacks that you can use in your own creative process. And while I'm keen to share my knowledge and experience, I'm not making any claim that I've got it all sorted. I'm not claiming that I've mastered the art of songwriting. I'm also very keen to learn and improve as a songwriter myself. And this being the first episode It's all somewhat experimental and it's taken a surprisingly long time to get this together, to edit it, to get the material together and I'm not going to commit to any release schedule. The episodes will just come out when they're ready. I do hope to get one out a month if possible though. And if you want to find out more, if you want to read the show notes and click on any links that relate to any of the artists or material within the show, then head over to songhacks.uk. So this introductory episode centres around the idea of creating an album all within a month. There's a Facebook group called One Month Album that consists of several musicians, most of whom come from the same area as me, that's Norwich, in the east of England. The One Month album was inspired by something called the RPM Challenge, which always takes place in February. The idea is that you have to write, record, produce and upload an album of 10 tracks or 35 minutes in length. The One Month album idea takes that basic concept And rather than always doing it in February, different months throughout the year are chosen. And this year, that's 2015 for those of you that might be listening in the future, that happened to be March. Well, I decided to do the one month album challenge and I'm pleased to say that I managed to get it done and I'm pretty pleased with the results. 
Uh, me and nine other acts and artists managed to complete it. And so for this episode, I have edited together a montage of an audio journal that I recorded while I was creating my one-month album. So you're going to hear that, and hopefully that will give you some insight into the process that I went through. But before we get to that, you will hear a conversation I recorded in mid-April with producer, singer-songwriter and performing artist Ian Lowry, international songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, recording artist and performer, originally from California, Camille de Villa, both of whom completed the one-month album challenge in March. And as well as those two, there was also Norwegian singer-songwriter and performing artist Heidi Goodbye, who happened to be visiting Camille for a writing and recording session that week. She didn't do the challenge, but I think we may have persuaded her to take on the next one in August later this year. And I'd very much like to extend my thanks to Ian, Camille and Heidi for being part of this first episode of Song Hacks. I thoroughly enjoyed the evening I spent with them and I hope you find the conversation as engaging as I did. Uh, We explore at some length and to some depth the effect, the constraint of creating an album in a month had on our creativity. And if you want to hear the one-month album's of which there are now 29 in total, head over to onemonthalbum.blogspot.co.uk. I will be playing songs from the featured artists this week during breaks in the conversation. And I'll be playing one of my own from my own one-month album. I will chime in to give all of those songs suitable introduction. But before I play you the conversation, we are going to hear the song Dancing in the Mirror by Ian Lowry from his 2010 album Gargar Navy Hasties and Pick. And you can find that along with a lot of other great music at lowry.bandcamp.com. That's L-O-W-E-R-Y bandcamp.com. Anyway, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. If you've got any feedback or you just want to get in touch for whatever reason, please send an email to songhacks at gmail.com.
Do you think people cheat? Like they, they start with because they know that okay, because one month. Yeah. You know, you need, and then you have no thoughts. And yeah. if you know about it, maybe you start thinking a little bit. And, I, yeah. I, I don't know if many people cheat. But I don't. I don't know if it's. Uh, no, it's not an issue. I don't think so. My experience of that was, I knew I was going to do the album from since January. Yeah. Um, and I was so eager to start writing. I had to stop. I had to like. I, I record. I recorded a few riffs and you know, put them to one side. But I was so I was so champing at the bit. But like I was anxious that I was going to come up with some really good ideas before March started. So that was a whole interesting thing. So even <clears throat> during the build up, um, that that stricture that you know that rule of just keeping it to one month was already having an effect on how I was creating so once we you know once it actually got to march i just was like an arrow from from a bow i did I, I came up with all the ideas for my songs in an afternoon for me um the whole the whole thing of setting that limitation had an effect on me like way before it even started yeah it's a great uh, great thing it is uh, those uh Limit, or yeah, yeah. what do you call it? Rom, I say no, yeah, yeah. I call it like, like the, a, a frame. Uh, yeah, or, like, um, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Um, Context. No, like when, when somebody says it has to be done by a certain time. <laughs> deadline. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, like having a deadline, but also like a deadline, deadline that has a point of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, like you say, a frame already, you know, it's, you've, you've been given the yeah. frame and you just have to yeah. fill it. Yeah. <laughs> and something. But then, I don't think it's so tempting to cheat because, like, I know... No, no, I'm not, but I'm not thinking about cheating. I, I know like you are. Cheating. Oh, I'm cheat. <laughs> it's more like, you can't, how can you, uh, you know, how can you... How can you Well, you, can, you don't, have to, you don't yeah. have to not have ideas. I, I think yeah. if, it's they're, more if they're sort of conceptual make... in your head, then that's fine. But the actual kind of, like, sitting down and going, right, I'm going to... No. You know, I'm going to pick up a guitar and I'm going to write this tune and I'm mm. going to record some mm. ideas, you know. That, mm. that thing, you know, you have to wait till the, till the month. Yeah, and then you start there. to make yeah. this. Uh, but of course you will think yeah, something yeah, yeah. if you know about it. Yeah, I, I had I wrote some things on a napkin while I was at yours in February. Some some lyric ideas. So I guess maybe I cheated a little bit. In February I just had one or two line lyrics that I just wrote down. But I was like, no, no more than that. Like, mm. And it was like one line. Yeah, like a one looks... line lyric. And then it was... You cannot, you cannot stop yourself, your brain. Yeah, that, I, think that, yeah. I, that, that's, I think that's natural and that's always going to happen, you know, it's yeah. kind of, but the, you know, that's not writing a song, is it? That's, no. just, that's just remembering an idea. Yeah. And actually, and usually if I've done that, then it's three years later that I find yeah. that. And I, when I'm pushed to write something for a different reason, and then I'm, because I'm really lazy with writing and it takes me forever to write a song. So it mm. was a really unique thing. It was like, oh, okay. Now I, now I have to do it. Yeah. And I procrastinated like crazy and I started really late. I had some things that I wrote down for lyrics and I just looked through like the notebook. But it was very hard. Mm. <laughs> it was really amazing. It was a challenge. <laughs> like serious. It is hard. I think the hardest thing is for me was like, I mean, not so much with the last one, but in with the other ones I've done is like, normally I'm... My sort of standards are so high <laughs> that, yeah. that I just throw everything away. I always go, oh, no. you know, I don't give things the time to develop sometimes and just almost I'm overcritical before it's mm. time to be critical, you know what I mean? But yeah. with that, we're doing it like this, it's kind of like there isn't really room for that, which is a good thing. <laughs> There's not room for that sort of part of your brain to kick in, so it's kind of just like... Okay, I need to do something really quickly. Okay, I'm going to do this, do that, do that, and and then the sort of creative aspect is able to just kind of happen, where it's like, okay, well, I've got these elements, and I can make this out of that, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I found it a really kind of a freeing f frame to to work in, really. Yeah, and just that thing of not being scared to put out stuff which is maybe not your best work. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, yeah, and, and kind of like. Just thinking, well, actually, you know, this this is what I've done this time, but I'm going to yeah. do other things, and I've done other things in the past, and oh, definitely. there's still value in this, you know. Definitely. Yeah, because I, I mean, I certainly suffer from album anxiety. I think when I've attempted to make records before, that as still to this day remain unreleased properly, um, 
I'd end up working for like three or four years on them mm. and getting to the point where they were so flat and the the original vision that I had was so lost mm. and so distant. Um, it's so easy to do now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you mentioned that in your article, didn't you? The, yeah. The conundrum that we all face with this unlimited possibilities with uh, technology. Mm. Yeah, it's all too easy just to tweak forever and re replace stuff and... I think, oh, it's not quite the, the final version. I'd better do that bit again. But you do end up losing the little bit of magic there. And if you have this limit, uh, you, can, you can put yourself into this time, mm -hmm. and then you work with the time you have. Mm. But if you have no limit, then uh, you can go on forever. Yeah. Because, because uh, and then you have to stop yourself. Yeah, it's and harder. Uh, it's that, yeah, it's then, then you're, you're, yeah. That's why this is so great. It's your feelings, that's, you know. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I was saying to you earlier as well, sometimes if you know that before, you, that inhibits you to even start. Mm. If you know, the, if, you, if you've had more experience, if it's not your first record, mm. you have the idea of, I'm going to make a record, and you just know you're going to walk into a beast of a thing. It's going yeah. to take forever, and that's overwhelming. And sometimes then that can just keep you from even starting. Yeah. Well, I haven't really done any of my own solo stuff outside of this project since I've started this project. Mm. And I think I, had I have not done this project, I probably wouldn't have done anything. I certainly wouldn't have made three albums. Mm. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. crazy, really. Yeah, it's, it? 29, um, it's 29 albums out of this project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In total, from everybody, yeah. In less than a year, right? And all the, you know, you, I think most people would probably say the same thing. You know, they wouldn't have made that had they not done it in a month and decided that they were they were going to do it. You know, it's awesome. And out of good, uh, you know, out of there's there's a handful of stuff from the from the things that I've done, which I think of some of the best things I've done. You know, which everything is is not all amazing, but there's certainly like. Four or five songs or something, which I'm like, yeah, man, that's, that's great. I really like that. Time for our next track. This one is from Camille de Villa. It's from her 2013 album Divided Skies, and it's called Telephone. And you can find out more about her and her music at camilledevilla.com. That's C-A-M-I-L-L-E-D-A-V-I-L-A dot com. Bye. 
age with listening to music I actually very rarely listen to music and I was thinking of I was reflecting on this and reflecting on how much I enjoyed listening to the albums that were made in in the month I remember that when I was 14 or 15 I would do a paper round and uh, I'd get seven pounds a week or something and I'd always go up to Norwich and buy on cassette some album the way I accessed music was so limited you know, I maybe had eight albums or, or ten albums, but I I squeezed every drop of value out of my collection at the time, and I had to think very carefully about my choices when I was going to buy the music because it was so it was so limited, and the the experience of being part of the community of musicians that have made an album in a month really helped me connect back to that because now it feels like. So just just looking at the March albums, there's ten albums. It's mm. like, so it's, 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 there's a real echo of that experience of having that limitation yeah. when I was a lot younger, and that's so delightful. That's like, in spite of the fact that not not only as a musician creating music, but as a consumer of music, listening to music, it's like you're completely unlimited. Mm. You know, the album is kind of meaningless when you've got Spotify and all of that. Mm. So to find a way of rediscovering the value that you brought to the album mm. when the album meant more in terms of the, the music business, yeah, that's a real big thing to me. Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel, I feel like now my record collection the one, you know, my playlist or whatever, however you want to put it, is those albums for now. I'm happy with that. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> it's really nice to be able to listen to something that's that new as well. Because mm. never, you know, normally, you know, as we just kind of said, you know, albums take a year and then mm. the artwork takes six months and the album mastering another month or so, you know, and by the time you actually get to hear things, it's kind of, kind of irrelevant, really, you know, in terms of like, what was going on when those songs were written, you know. For, for yourself? Well, you, oh. Kind of, like when you, you know, when you, if you buy a record, you know, the, those songs were probably written, you know, three years ago or something, and the recordings two years ago, and... It should be, like, uh, always. This, uh, like, uh, I would like to play it, would, would be forever. Mm. Everything forever, well, yeah. But, but so I, I know what you mean, but, I, but also there's... You know, it feels more relevant to hear something the closer it, it was to being it's created. Really, you know, the yeah, it's something is something in it. It's in itself that it's it's now. It's, yeah, it's yeah. close to now. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a it, you know, in a way, with this thing, it's kind of a novelty at the moment, just to be able to hear things that are that new, and you know, you know that they've everything that is in there has been conceived in the last month and that's really recent and you can really, really remember what your last month was like and yeah, it's more interesting it's more interesting to hear somebody else's perspective of something that's still in your mind yeah time wise there's a connectivity i think that i didn't ever experience between when you have all these other artists and everybody you always have friends and they're in bands and your friends are in bands and everybody's doing the project and you love their band and you can't wait for their record to come out and you can't wait to hear it and, but you're all on these different time spans mm. doing it at different time 
paces. When it goes like that at the same time, it's almost like, you know, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Mm. (laughs) It's a little like, whoa, okay, we're all kind of dropping yeah, a yeah, little bit of a, we're all being a little bit vulnerable here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's a real vulnerability that you can feel. It's like, okay, and you know that when you're sitting there working and you're having to make the decision, like, you know, uh, no, it's not good. This isn't good. This, uh, but you're like, no, I just have to leave it. And then you have this sense of like, I'm not the only person that's doing that right here, right now. Mm. There's a ton of people yeah, in with, the same city that are doing With the Facebook group and stuff, being able to kind mm. of... People have those messages like, oh, I'm really struggling with this, or has anyone started yet, or, you know, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. Those little kind of, that really, that, that's a really nice thing, and, and to sort of know how other people are getting on with it, and, you know, just to know that you're... Yeah, that's the, amazing. The, the things that you're struggling with, <laughs> other people are struggling completely, with. Completely, completely. Yeah. And, so, and, and it's liberating, because you think, yeah, I you know, you don't feel you're going to be... Uh, judged in a way when people have a disconnect from what they hear with you like if you do put out a record and somebody doesn't hear it for three or four years and they hear your old record from four years ago you're kind of saying okay you know what they're going to take from that is going to be completely their own completely it'll have nothing to do with my original Mm. intention they're going to just take this because my original intention is probably so far away, even for me, that that energy is kind of lost. Uh, it's still, it's still isn't there it, and it's around, but it's, there. well, no, it's there and it's around. Uh, well, yeah, like you can listen to, you can listen to any old record and feel like you're just right there with them that second. But I, I don't know, maybe it's something even more with, with like different artists listening to different artists' records when they know each other. You know, it's, I, I never have listened to Friends records in the way that I listen to them now when they were doing the ex- everything at the same time even though their music's different their messages are different it's the fact that they're all in the same space at the same time doing it at the same time in different areas and it somehow makes you kind of listen yeah, and you don't have you don't have time to hide the material in, in all kinds of, sort of production and stuff mm. I don't know it just feels a little bit more kind of honest in a way and it's you know it's kind of easy to make a sort of fairly okay idea into something that's pretty good through, yeah. through production, you know. Yeah. But with this, it's, I don't know, it just feels a bit more kind of pure in a way. And uh, mm. you're sort of really getting to hear what people actually do, you know, and it's not about how good it is or how, what the quality mm. is mm. so much. It's more about how they're deciding to tackle the, pro- the problem, you know. Mm. And, and the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make an album in a month. <laughs> Big problem. It is a yeah. problem, you know. So, you know you kind of, because you have to sort of, well, for me at least, I had to switch the way I would normally work, you know, because... Yeah. No, but I'm not laughing about the problem. I just I think it's funny because it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it should be, but it, but it yeah, is. It is true. It is, and I am for me as well. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... I, but, didn't I mean, think, even within yeah. that, even within the frame of thinking like, okay, I'm going to write and record whatever, you know, in, in, in this month, there's still unbelievable options within that. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, it's still hard. One of the hard things is just deciding what you're actually going to do. And you think, well, am I going to try and write songs or am I going to like do a some kind of crazy concept album and like go and record loads of things outside of my handheld recorder and then see what happens or I don't know it's you know you have to make some kind of plan of attack really it's making a decision slightly before you're comfortable with it's like you're having to go with stuff and And then stick by it Uh, yeah but then after once you do that then your kind of your skills kick in Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean and and, and you have to rely on your ability to get you through it (laughs) which is a nice thing and any deficit in skills becomes caught up in that doesn't it like um, you mentioned about not being able to get caught up in production but then the fact of that limitation is an element of production the fact that you've chosen to be involved with it is a production choice in the first place and you can't escape um, you can't escape production so so it ends up yeah. being quite charming and delightful I think and sometimes and as you said earlier on possibly before we were recording you know, you know production things happen that you would never have dreamt of writing things happen that you would never have dreamt of mm. 
before you you arrive, we were I was saying about the my favourite thing on. In fact, most of the, my favourite bits on all of the albums I've done have happened really towards the end when I'm like kind of panicking and thinking, shit, I need some extra stuff. It's just like, right, okay, let's do something. So the, one of the very last bits in my March thing, I'd spent the evening at the at the barn with um, Pete and Ben. Mm-hmm. And we were working on Pete's stuff and then for the last kind of 10 minutes, I was just like, oh guys, can we just improvise something and just record, you know, and just get an idea done. I just recorded it on that. Just basically just started playing something on the piano. Ben started playing drums and Pete just started playing bass and that was kind of it and then I put some stuff over it when I got home just fairly quickly didn't really have a time to really think about it but mm. it's I really like it you know listening mm-hmm. back to it it's like oh right yeah it's almost like it wasn't me you know mm-hmm. but it was mm. that's we were talking about the same kind of thing it's like because I'd said when I was trying to explain it to Heidi what I'd done and Part of the reason I actually agreed to do the, or wanted to do it was after a really long dry period was like, okay, I had this idea of a project that I want to work on with her, but I thought it's, I've been so in this really bad dry period that I don't know how to motivate myself to like even try and come up with my own side of what we would agree to do. It's like, I just thought it would end up that she would come, she would be like, I'm ready. I have this prepared, and I'd be like, <laughs> and then that was, the and I would just, I just thought, I could just have this image of yeah. <laughs> no, but it worked. It worked. It's well, you're only here for the short part of it this time. But I, I had this like image of yeah, this horrible image of me just being like, you know, stumbling around the garden with a Jack Daniels bottle and just, <laughs> hi. Like I've done nothing, you know. It's like no, I have to. I have to do this, and and then I thought, well, if I do this one month challenge, maybe if I do that, and I can, and I can just make myself do something, even if I write and I just accept that maybe it's all going to be terrible. Hmm. Out of ten songs, surely there will at least be one thing yeah. that I can take and move. And I bet there was. We're working on four of the six yeah. songs, if not five. And it, it, yeah. it ended up, and it was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Because I had always said to myself that I would never be able to write a good song if it didn't take me ages. Mm. But the dumb thing is, is that once I even said that to her and we started talking about it, it was like, actually, the songs that I'm probably the happiest with, and she said the same, were just ones that came yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, but you kind of sit there and you sit often around and wait for that to happen. And this, just <laughs> I think no those waiting. things happen probably quite a lot. But we're just so used to kind of putting them on the back burner and yeah. just going, "Oh, that's a really good idea. I'm going to remember that one." Yeah, yeah. and then just yeah. never, get, never finishing it. Do you know what I mean? So this is going to be the last track from our featured artists day. This one's from Heidi Goodbye from her eponymously titled album that she released in 2013 and it's called Has Anyone Seen My Fish? and you can find more of Heidi's music at soundcloud.com forward slash Heidi Goodbye and that's Heidi hyphen goodbye Ah, 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 ah,
Did you see her dance with her own special twist? Among cowboys and fishermen while raising her fist? Did you try to please her? Did you touch her true blue heart? If not, there goes another true piece of art. Cause there's a million stars in her eyes She's an angel in disguise And she goes ah, Something like the one month album concept, the way it's been developed, um, there's an inclusivity to that, which all you've, all you've got to do is 35 minutes and 10 tracks, yeah. or, or, or maybe do the group the courtesy of explaining why that didn't happen, but do post exactly. it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. It's just, you're trying to do something, basically. You're, you're aiming for a point. You're spending a. So it's like trying to jump a bar, isn't it? Basically, it's like it's no. It's actually in many ways, it's no different from lining up in a field and trying to like hurl something a certain distance. Or it's it's just about. It's actually about the community. That's yeah, what it's, a, it's a community at. project. Yeah, really. It's oh. because the the value of doing it, as well as the value to your personal self of thinking, yeah, brilliant. I wrote some cool songs that I liked and stuff. And you know, I made this thing in a month, and that's really cool. And you know, I'm impressed or whatever. But it's the the real best bit of it is knowing that other people have done it too, and that you've you 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 all kind of done this thing together. And totally. And 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 you've got this group of albums which you're a part of. Like you're a part of my album, and everyone's a part of that March thing. We're yeah. all a part of each other's albums. Yeah. Well, we kind of are. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. sort of they, they all they're all kind of linked. You know, and it's kind of. You think about the other people. You do, and well, it's, yeah. it does. So they I, mean, I don't know whether that transcends to people that haven't been involved in it. Well, I mean, it'd be interesting to ask you that question, perhaps, once you've had more of an opportunity to listen to them. It'd be great to hear, you know, what you think of. Yeah, I have listened. But honestly, yeah, once the idea has been explained, you know, it's sort of, you know, if if you were to sit down and now listen to the ten albums that have been made this yeah. March knowing how they've been made and why yeah, they've been then made, it's, uh... then you've already got an idea in your head which kind of gives your attention a little bit longer and you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, well, this is, you know, this all happened in a month and this is part of this thing and I'm kind of slightly more interested now than if someone was to go, hey, listen to this thing and you've got no idea what it is or why it happened or anything. Yeah. Like, your attention span is going to be, you're going to... It's different ways. Give it more attention, I think, you know. You listen differently to it when you know... It's like sometimes yeah. when you walk into a gallery and you look at a bunch of s- stuff and you're like... And it always, sometimes it's nice when you have that little plaque next to it <laughs> that says a little bit about... Yeah, yeah. You know, it, I'm, I'm we need of funny against you know, this. We, we, but yeah, but I, 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 it's also a way of doing different things, different art. Yeah. So it, you you place it more, uh, is yeah you place more in now in, instead of uh, in, in all time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. the time. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that's where we, as as normal music makers and normal artists and stuff, we we try and reside in that world of like thinking. Oh, I'm trying to add something to the context of all music that's ever happened. Uh, the thing that you, you do when you start this project. It's uh, makes uh, it's a very nice 
to put put us in this situation. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's a uh, yeah, it's a very nice uh, flower. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's the thing. I think it, it's a, it's a much smaller flower, you know, than than trying to just put something into the the whole massive world. Mm. Mm. You know, and it's like why almost why do you need to do that? You know, it's he we're all sort trying of... to put music out in the street instead of. In the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and the, yeah. the music industry is uh, like uh, the, the most community. boring thing it's irrelevant. ever. It's, it's, it's increasingly it's, irrelevant. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. uh, old, it's uh, old-fashioned. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's people that we're chatting yeah. to each other, we know each other, there's that personal connection. You also Somehow, think, yeah. you know, everyone knows one of the other people pretty much because they got into it through knowing somebody that's totally. really doing it. You even put yourself outside of your own ego. Yeah, let's say you're even like okay fuck the industry I'm mm. gonna just make a record just for myself yeah but then you make a record just for yourself and then you still want it, it to be eternal you and want it to be like forever made it a different band name yeah they've just created some little band so well, I'm gonna do this you know because they're like yeah and it's, it's gonna like, be about that you know and that's cause, fine yeah cause, but it's you hold your own standards like you you've been writing for Ioana um, uh, and when you said, then all of a sudden, that process for you, when you explained it, the way that you wrote these little songs. It compos- yeah, 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 those compositions, the way you approached it, it's yeah. kind of similar in a way. Yeah, it's fast. It's yeah. fast. It's like... A it's bit, now. It, and it's, it's now. Has, uh, you make a song in three minutes yeah. because I don't... Uh, I have my friend, she, she makes lyrics and she says, well, I have it because she writes. She always, everywhere, on the party, everything. She has her book and she's sitting and writing. She just like her world yeah. doing this. Uh, and uh, so she has a lot and then she says, oh, well, I have this one and she starts and... I listen and then uh, at first I need to change to okay now we're listening say it again and she says it again and then I say okay the, which feeling is this yeah, so, yeah. yeah is it like that yeah and, oh, like like this uh huh <laughs> and then and, and then uh, after a minute we have the whole song yeah exactly it's, uh, but now take that that and she's not there. And you're yourself. Have to make lyrics. And you know, and then it's also in this time frame. Yeah. And it's you. Heidi, because you're the only person at the table that hasn't gone through this process. Yes. How would you, if you were going to write a one month album, how do you think you'd approach it? I'm a little bit like Camille. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we're, uh, I probably would wait, wait, wait for it. (laughs) Wait for it. And then. Now, there's no more time. I'd, now I have to start. That's what I did. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I did too. Yeah, and, uh, yeah and Ian, like, I, I read... Make it harder and harder and harder for yourself until yeah. the point I, where it's like, I read, well, fuck it There's up. happening yeah. things, so, so you're working. It's bit, no. uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat down with the guitar, and then I sat down with the guitar, and then went into the, the studio in a full seven days. That was it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's how that's, it's always, mostly always happens. Well, that's fascinating, because that then... In that context, leaves me the odd one out because I, the first opportunity I had in March, I got on it yeah, and I worked uh, consistently the whole month through. Yeah. And I wish I had. I think when I li- well, yeah, well when I listen to yeah. my recordings compared to yours, it shows. It's a production. It's like you know, sounds amazing. It depends probably in how the situation is. If, mm. Maybe if I'm hungry, I, I really I'm I'm ready, and then uh, at at once when I'm allowed. I will start. It's, it's maybe it's uh, a little bit depends. On okay, the well, in, but then the, maybe saying you know you 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 might do that. So what, how would you approach? Would you just try and write normal songs that you that you would do anyway and try to sort no, of? I've never never. Uh, I don't know. I would always do, try something new. Try something new. Not so something you, I so don't would know. you would you try and sort of plan some kind of particular really particular idea that you would do in that month? So okay, I'm going to write maybe. 10 songs about uh, some particular thing or I'm going to do one 35 minute thing. I work to get in a state of mind that that, yeah. op- that makes me uh, uh, so you let it, receive let messages it happen from during the month. Yeah, yeah. Universe. Yeah, yeah. Wait until you know that it's the, ready. From yeah, my, yeah. Uh, and then whatever. That's, that's right. I think it is, yeah, yeah. waiting to... Opening yourself up to, to receive the messages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that, I'm writing them down. That's where I'm going to stop it. 
Okay, what you're going to hear next is the montage I created of an audio journal that I kept while I was making my one-month album. And there's various little bits of music, a lot of which didn't actually make the album in the end. I wanted to capture the process and to share the emotional journey that I went on. For various reasons, I haven't really engaged as much as I would like with songwriting over the last few years. And among the many reasons that I have for creating the Song Hacks podcast, one of them is to have a novel way for me to really re-engage with songwriting. I thought that the one-month album was the perfect way to generate content for this podcast. It's proved the perfect means for me to re-examine my relationship with song-making. I think for many people, the relationship with creativity is quite a tender and delicate one. And because I'm really keen to find out about other artists' intimate relationship to songwriting, I thought I would set out my store by being somewhat vulnerable myself and giving access to that intimate world as I experienced it. So that's coming up in just a moment. And then to play out the show, you'll hear my song Phantom Conversation, which is my attempt really at trying to write a classic love song. And I think it's probably my favourite song from my one month album. And again, you can hear that if you head over to onemonthalbum.blogspot.co.uk. So if you want to get in touch for any reason, to give feedback about the show, etc., send an email to songhacks at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can find all the relevant links if you head over to songhacks.uk. I'd like to thank... Ian, Camille and Heidi once again for being part of the show and I'd like to give a shout out to Mark Thorby who kindly let me use his track 1.30am Monaco Hilton 1964 for the theme music to Song Hacks My name is Al Southgate And you can find my musician page on Facebook. Just search for Al Southgate. And I'm on Twitter as at Al Southgate. Thanks again for listening. And I hope you'll join me for the next episode. One of the reasons I wanted to do this project is to have something interesting to use as content for this first episode of Song Hacks. I mean, another is that limitation of getting it all done within a month gives rise to a certain approach, I think, that is exciting. And perhaps in some ways more exciting than creating the music itself is how to manage that limitation. Because I can write fast when I want to. I enjoy that process. I enjoy the deadline. Deadlines are awesome for creativity. Certainly for me, anyway. I think that's perhaps the most compelling thing about this. Last night, I had a go writing some music on the computer and I found it quite frustrating and just not at all fun I don't have the software that I would like installed and it's just a bit make do and mend at the moment so and I, I think originally I had the idea of using the computer studio setup to inspire ideas but I don't think that's going to work The last time I did any recording like that was probably about six years ago. I used to record a lot on cassette four tracks and I found that whole process and the limitation of it really inspiring. I used to love doing that. And ever since those days, once I migrated to using a computer, um, I've been trying to recapture 
the heart of that process and I don't think I ever really have and I really want to do that with this album and one of the reasons I like the idea of making an album in a mo in a month is because of that arbitrary limit which to me has echoes of the limitation of the cassette four track days you know there's only so much you could do with a cassette four track whereas with a computer it's virtually limitless and, th and there's something really unsatisfactory about that so instead I'm going to have a go at writing on the guitar which is the instrument I'm most familiar with my children are busy for the next hour or so so I'm going to just see what comes out Making what? What are you grinding up? Here's some money for the bond. Okay, can you clear up any mess you make? On the bottom of the pond, there are many things to do. Fifteenth of March. I'm uh, heading down into town to play a gig. Feeling a bit interrupted. In, in some ways, I would rather have put my musical energy into doing some of my album, but I've got to the point now where I've begun to organise and I'm beginning to see how I'm going to make the whole thing land. Still got a lot of work to do. So, my Tuesday, that's my day for getting stuff done that's going to be filled with a recording a load, loads of guitars, loads of vocals I guess it's structures making sure the structures are down and then giving myself an opportunity to um, just noodle around over the top so Tuesday yeah, Tuesday's going to be some graft I think so th all that's left to do is overdubs and mixing why are you so afraid of the consequences? Gene, why are you so afraid of the consequences? Are you mad? Only a few days left of March. I've got to a point where I've made some rough mixes. I'm going to listen through to them and make some notes as to what I think needs to happen. For trying to quite a lot of work to do and this is the bit that I really don't like and I'm noticing that I've I'm in quite a lot of emotional turmoil because I've tried to make albums in the past I made two albums of my own material and I was determined to do everything which I increasingly realise is an insane thing to do and I find myself in familiar territory at the point where I need to be mixing and doing final little edits and what have you. Just feeling really disappointed with the realisation of the ideas that I've had. I get really excited when I've come up with the ideas and I can imagine listening to the final mixes. But where I find myself now is the, the tracks themselves are just a pale reflection of the vision that I had when I first came up with the ideas. And that's really painful for, to me. And I think that's because of a historical tendency to want to try and realize other grander desires through music. Um, I have, I, th I think, quite a disordered relationship with creativity because I'm attempting to prove my worth in a really lofty and narcissistic way. And basically the underlying thought runs as follows. You know, once everyone realizes that I'm a genius, then I can relax because I'll have demonstrated that I have some value. And that's caused me so many problems. It's like I've got this, as a creative person, I've got this, this series of hang-ups where I think that I'm trying to be all powerful 
you know, or at the very least trying to to emulate recognize genius or embody a mythology that others seem to embody, like Brian Wilson or Prince or these type of people. I'm having to remind myself that I'm somewhat deliberately putting myself through the same process, not just for the sake of making the album, but to shake some of this stuff up and to raise some of these issues that I've been struggling with. Now, these are specific issues to me, but I think that there are universal aspects to the creative process that I really want to explore with this podcast. I was raised in the days in a small town, faced by the ways everybody entertained. Arbitrary abdication of capacity to think and modus operandi. The aspect of the creative process that I enjoy the most is coming up with the ideas. Why am I? Why do I tend to be so reluctant to share that with others? So I've got this idea from somewhere, I think, and I'm just free associating and and trying to get my head around all of this. I've got this idea that. I need to protect that vision from other people. That's what it is. And in the end, that assumption that other people can't be trusted with my vision means that I am consigned to mediocrity in the end. And so that other motivation the motivation to prove my worth to other people gets undermined as well. So it's like a spurious logic as a pattern. There are these glaring contradictions and competing agendas within my own head and my own heart. But I want to arrive at whatever universals are possible as an artist, specifically a musician, from the place that I find myself. Because I believe that in any pursuit, we can do that. We can open our eyes and our ears and the rest of our senses. We can evaluate where we are and we can move towards our values from wherever we find ourselves. So that's what the podcast is all ultimately about for me. I'm hoping it will be a useful process for others. And what is art for, if not illuminating aspects of the collective? Slap foot fall, always lead with heel, the jacket zipped up tight to the top. At the thought haircut, slap to the side, and post the for the charity shop. So I did it. On the 31st, I finished everything, designed myself a little album cover, figured out the track listing, and uploaded it all up to Bandcamp. And then what made it all the more lovely was the fact that so many other people who were part of the one-month album project uploaded their albums too, so I was able to listen to and enjoy them. So a, even though I was sitting on my own, in front of the computer there was a real tangible sense of community and mutual appreciation and I'm curious to know how other people found the whole process because I found it extremely rich and although I was troubled by some of my own perhaps slightly unhealthy patterns associated with creativity it was great to have another look at all that and it was great to do so in this limited context it felt safe and it felt okay you know it's just not a big deal i feel really pleased that i've got that product together yeah i couldn't be happier really really pleased well i saw you And I've never ever seen a woman quite as beautiful as you Could have been the whiskey Could have been the tears Could have been all of those other awkward silences over the years 